This is an interview with Tyler Sturgill of Zoth and Hail Santa on Saturday, December 4th, 2021 by Nick Patel. Now Tyler, what made you realize 2021 was the right year to bring back Hail Santa and can you explain what kinds of things are the same and what will be different this year compared to past happenings? Of course, last year, all the venues were shut down, so we weren't allowed to do it. Um, and now we are, so that's the reason we're doing it again. I'd say the, the definitely the biggest difference is it's going to be in Tacoma, Washington this year versus Seattle. And uh, we kind of like the theme is like old buds and past bands that have played and like greatest hits, I guess, just kind of getting the gang back together. I see. What's it like putting on a show in uh, Tacoma versus Seattle? Uh, it's, it's like, Tacoma used to kind of suck to play in, but Seattle's gotten so overpriced that a lot of people have moved you know, north or south of the city. So kind of more the past uh, two, three years, Tacoma's kind of turned into like a super good scene. Uh, people are just really pumped down there. And many of them are faces you used to see in Seattle more often. But there's a lot of venues there more than there were. It's just become kind of like a hip spot to play, you could say. What have been some shows you've attended in the past year that you thought were done safely, and what did you really respect about how they were done well? I've been to a lot. Well, since we did the tour, I've been to quite a bit this year, I feel like. Um, like the first show we did way back in April, well, like we were one of the first bands to play again up here, and that was like seated tables only and no one was allowed to mingle and uh, that was like super strict protocol show it was cool to play it was pretty weird uh, like we think people are enjoying it after the show uh, i talked to some people outside and at the merch booth and they're all very excited about it and happy we did it uh, but i've seen i think that aside from that the first show i went to was a show under the First Avenue Bridge here in Seattle. There was a death metal show on one side and there was a rave on the other and there was hundreds of people there lighting out fireworks and going crazy. I really think people are have like really a lot of pent up energy and as far as I'm concerned, like if you feel you want to take the risk and go out to a show, you should be able to do that. But it was interesting to see through the tour and see how different cities and uh, how serious or not they were taking it and kind of the difference along the West Coast. It was interesting. What has been the most educational Hail Santa you put on? And tell me what kind of lessons you learned that you carry with you today? Uh, a couple have been good. So like, the first time, I think it was year seven, it was the first time I got a big, a bigger band to come play. I got Macabre from Chicago who uh, I've liked since I was a teenager and it's kind of on a fluke or, you know, I random idea email to see if they want to do it and they were into it. And that was the first time I ever had to you know, buy plane tickets, organize transport, buy hotels, deal with managers, deal with writers. Um, so I, I certainly learned a lot that year. 
And then the next couple of years, I also flew in bands and I dealt with very nice, respectful ones, managers. I dealt with drama queens. I dealt with people stealing gear. I dealt with bad contracts that were uh, signed by the venue and not uh, presented to me in the right way. And so definitely learned a lot through that process. And I think at this point, I've, I'm a lot more comfortable with it. Can you tell me about some bands you put on shows in the past to some new faces you're going to go to include this year? Yeah, so I mean, the first Hail Santa was 2010, and it was just kind of like a random. I thought it'd be a, kind of like a fun Christmas party, a joke almost, and it went so well, and people loved it. People love it more than I do, I feel like. And it just became kind of like spiraled into this big thing that I ended up having to do every year or had the uh, privilege of doing every year, I should say. Uh, but started with just four bands. And most of those, I think all those bands are not around anymore. Like old Seattle bands like Shaded Entity or Mild Band Falgaron or Scorched Earth kind of started with stuff like that. But I really think all those bands are gone. Um, other cool bands we've had, you know, Witch Haven's played a bunch of times. I'm bringing them back. They're like the the homies from down south. I love those guys. We've had, uh, probably gonna say their name wrong. I'm gonna get mad. Way to play uh, last year. They're really great. It was cool to play with them. I've had uh, Morton Skull from Wisconsin. I had a the kind of newer. Spinoff of Agalog, Karata play from Portland, and Vitriol from Portland play. He's doing a lot of really cool stuff. Enigmatum from Portland, Ethereus from Seattle, and then of course we got Oxygen, Oxygen Destroy from up here. They're doing really great. They're really awesome. Toxic Rain. Um, it's just tons of good bands, and it's uh, never really hard to find any because there's such an abundance of them up in this area and all over the country, of course. Now, what will it be like for fans to check out this year's Hail Santa? And can you tell me about some of the merch uh, for fans to pick up? So I used to do the t-shirts that the artists printed and I would sell them, but I decided that wasn't like very nice of me to do. So um, I let Eric at Gore Metal Art, he designs all the flyers has ever since here he's been very helpful um, and so i let he usually prints posters and some t-shirts of the flyers he does after that as far as um like soft merch we have like too much stuff <laughs> almost ridiculous uh vinyls albums hoodies tank tops log sleeves stickers patches yeah not too much on the Hail Santa themed merch, but hopefully in the future we can put more effort into that. You selling any Hail Santa hats? That would be a good idea. <laughs> Some evil Christmas hats or something. I mean, that'd be so funny just walking around with just, with like a hat that says Hail Santa. It would be good. I think like this year, because we were still like, are we going to do it or not? And so I didn't have as much planning time this year. And the show had to, you know, I had to move it to a new city. 
uh, bounce it around venues and take see who's offering good deals. What we landed with our friends at Colt Mead, uh, they're really cool. So we're pleased to do it with them. So hopefully half in the future. That's a good idea. I spoke to you a year ago and was wondering if you could bring me up to date on what's been going on with Zoth since then. Okay, so the biggest thing we did, we finally got to do a you know two about a two week tour for our album, just the West Coast, but that was a really long time in the making because you know, the album came out and then everything shut down, uh, which is pretty devastating, but it felt really, really good to do that tour. And it was the first time we, or even myself, have gone on a tour where people were at every show, you know, showing up to see us, uh, knew the lyrics, knew the songs, had our merch already, and we're just really, really excited. So it was amazing to play to, to some new people that have been waiting for it. So that was a really great feeling kind of uh, at, put some wind back in our sails, you could say. And as of now, we're just working on writing the next album, which is pretty reasonably close to completion. We hope to record that in the next two, three months, get started on that. And we are actually doing a remix of our first album, Invasion of the Tentacube, and probably a vinyl release of that um, you know, when the vinyl factories <laughs> can get that out, which will probably be in about a year. But uh, so that's that's about what we got going on right now. Can you tell me a bit about these songs you're working on? Like, about how many songs is it? Like, is it going to be anything a bit different than past releases? You experimenting with any new techniques or anything like that? So uh, every album I do will be eight songs. <laughs> every single time I've decided. It's a good amount, not too little, not too much for the songwriting. It has been like, yeah, expectations are really high. People really liked interdimensional invocations, but I'm just trying to, you know, present what I do honestly and kind of do everything we do, but more of it. So uh, more hooky, epic melodies, you know, more brutality. I really want to work on something we haven't done too much in the past is more like dynamic kind of atmospheric sections and work on that. Uh, we're maybe going to add in some bits of synthesizer here and there, which we have like very sparingly on our first two CDs and, you know, not all over the place on the new one, but I'm really into, you know, old movie soundtracks, sci-fi and horror. And I would like to bring that element into it for sure. Kind of see what we can come up with. So I think that's going to be kind of the biggest difference. Um, but really just trying to write, always trying to write really catchy songs that aren't too long, um, you know, technical without being pretentious. Something that I personally would like to listen to, you know, if I was a fan. So that's kind of the goals we got going on. I saw you appear on this year's Veil Mist album. Can you tell me about the contribution? Yeah, so I've known Ronnie, the main songwriter, guitar player for that band, for a long time. Um, when I used to live in L.A., all band Flegathon, we would play shows with his band Stadius. Um, and we just kept in touch over the years. 
they all missed uh, dropping the album. I love their EP they put out. Um, they just hit me up asking if I want to do a solo. So I said, of course, because he's got uh, really cool influences. We're both huge King Diamond, Andy LaRoque fans. He's kind of doing like death metal atmospheric mixed with King Diamond, you know, spookiness. Um, so it was really right up my alley. And the song Ghoulish Delight, I got through the solo for. I had a really cool you know, chord progression that you could throw in some cool uh, you know, unexpected notes. And I tried to make it like a super shreddy, but give it a little sort of sinister, evil vibe while keeping it melodic. That was really fun to do. Um, hope to do more stuff with them. You appear on any other releases this year? I have been commissioned for two other solos for albums coming up. I don't know when they're going to come out or if I'm supposed to say uh, it's like a secret or something, <laughs> but uh, it is exciting. I have uh, been commissioned for two more and I'm getting some other requests. I'm uh, talking back and forth on. So I think since I've done this one and people are aware that I'm willing to do some studio work, I'm getting more offers, so that'll be exciting to see what comes up. But yeah, just keep an eye out on our my social medias and stuff. You'll see what albums I will be appearing on. Now, what are the coolest Zoth as well as Hail Santa memorabilia you own in your personal collection? Of it's really great to have uh, one of my you know, albums on vinyl finally after collecting forever. So. Having that and getting to do that with Tom Breed Records was really great. So always cherish that. I have, for the first couple of years, I didn't really take any of our t-shirts or stuff, things, so I missed out on that. I do have a hostile terraforming hoodie that there are only two of, of our first EP. That's pretty cool. And I really like uh, one of my favorite designs, the T-Flex or cybernetic tyrannosaurus i got a long sleeve of that saved but as far as like our really old shirts i really don't have many of them i, I should have saved them i also don't have a copy of hostile terraforming which is out of print wow like i, I need remember... to work on my oh sorry what no, no I, I was just gonna say i still have my copy of hostile terraforming remember uh, getting you guys to sign it too Cool, yeah. I should have kept one, but uh, <laughs> we sold out. And like, I guess that's it. Yeah. But I think we are going to be working on. Uh, um, oh, I should have mentioned this. We're going to do like a tape trilogy, like box set with Don Breed, and that will uh, be the first re-release of Hostile Terraforming in a few years. People ask me about it a lot, but it's just kind of. Uh, at this point, I think it's cooler to be. It's to say it's out of print, you know. <laughs> what would you say is your most cherished musical possession? Uh, I have a lot of cool guitars. It's hard to pick a favorite. I still have like uh, the first like nice guitar I ever bought when I was thirteen. Mowed lawns for two years, saving up for like a used Gibson SG. I don't really play it that often anymore, but it's like a kind of a symbol of when I started taking music really seriously. So that guitar 
as a special place for me. And then, um, of course, I have a cool collection of Jackson guitars, which is kind of my, my soloist was the first guitar with like a good Floyd Rose tremolo that really got me into that style of playing, which I feel has become like staple and essential to my lead playing and creativity. Those are cool. I have a uh, 1990 Japanese Ibanez RG named Dr. Mechanical, named after the saxophone slash vocalist from the band Psy. I really love that thing. It's pretty rare. And I have a pretty cool synth collection. I had to sell a bunch because it was taking up room and I was going broke, but I got some cool, I got a cool, Cool Italian synthesizer called a Studio Logic Sledge. It, that that one's really cool. Yeah, uh, too many guitars, a couple keyboards, but I'd say for the most part they all all hold some sentimental value to me. Yeah. Final words. Final words. Uh, yeah, just keep an eye out for you know, soft news. And we're gonna do a remix of our first album and working on the new album soon uh, also i'm working on like a solo project of like uh soundtrack type music that i'm almost finished with and i will be putting that out myself so if anyone's interested in some uh synthesizers and stuff then you know, more epic horror sci-fi kind of arrangements um, you know, check that out and I will be posting about that when the time is ready and that's about all I have going on thank you this has been an interview with Tyler Sturgill of Zoth and Hail Santa on Saturday December 4th 2021 by Neck Perkel. <laughs>